not proud, but that was me. And when I face it, I take back a little dignity. Not looking for excuses, I just want to be free from the power. Weakness head on. everyone, I'm Jean McCarthy, and this is the Bubble Hour. Now, I do like to do a special episode this time of year to give you a little bit of extra resources and make you think a bit about the holidays and put a little bit of extra effort into looking after yourself during this busy time. What I've done this year is something a bit different. I am sharing with you an audio version of an unpickled post that I am releasing just today to list 10 tips for the holiday season. Now, these are based on the book that I wrote called The Unpickled Holiday Survival Guide. You can get that in print and in ebook from Amazon, or you can go to my website. It's jeanmccarthy.ca. Here is 10 tips for the holidays 2021 from my blog, Unpickled. If you would like to read the print version of this post slash podcast, you will find it at unpickledblog.com. Well, hello, friends. I'm checking in to see how you're feeling about the holidays this year. My life has been swimming merrily along as I take sobriety in stride and live my life to the fullest. Most of my energy has been directed to book projects this year, so stay tuned for news. There are two new books in the Unpickled series that should be appearing in the next few months. And I've also been working on the Bubble Hour podcast, although I took a break from everything for the past six months. And now I'm feeling a bit sheepish as I return. It's kind of like I went out for milk and didn't come back. But honestly, it just felt so good to fully engage in my life. So it feels important, though, to make time for a holiday check-in. This can be a really difficult time of year for those of us in recovery, no matter what stage we're in. In the first year of sobriety, at that point, we might have several months under the belt. And yet, I think a lot of us aren't really prepared for the extra demands of family gatherings or financial pressures or social expectations or the other stresses that might disrupt the patterns that we build to support recovery and then cause us to wobble. A few years into recovery, we might have a better idea of how to manage those challenges, but overall sobriety just doesn't excuse us from life's ups and downs, and honestly, some years are just better than others. I've noticed that the same message can resonate differently for me from year to year, and I've been thinking about that, how an insight that might have felt profound and powerful at one stage of my recovery barely gives me pause a year or two later. You know, I might have incorporated that idea into my mindset or grown past it, or maybe I tried it and realized it wasn't for me. And I'm wondering, have you had this experience? Meanwhile, other ideas that seem completely irrelevant initially can truly hit home down the road. Brene Brown notes how a shame identity can keep us from engaging with certain concepts. So for example, I always refused to consider dealing with symptoms of anxiety, even when two different doctors suggested it to me directly. I insisted I was stressed, not anxious, and I felt that there was an important distinction between the two. Stress was for the strong, and anxiety was for the weak. 
And also, I believe that being uptight and hyper aware and guarded and reactive was really working for me. You know, I got a lot done and I received a lot of accolades for everything that I achieved. But I saw anxiety as shameful. So I pushed the concept away and reframed my symptoms as positives. A decade later, with a little therapy and some sober time, I was able to shift my perspective. And acknowledging anxiety in the end came as a huge relief. So I invite you to check out my list of 10 holiday tips, even if you've heard them before, because you're in a different place. And so are the people around you each year. So an old idea may land in a new way. So here we go. Holiday tips. Holiday tip number one is that you don't have to go. Whatever it is that you've been invited to, please consider this. The world will not end if you decline an invitation, even if someone you love is disappointed with your decision. Holiday tip number two. Sobriety does not obligate you to be the designated driver for all the other drinkers. It's a nice thing to be able to leave when you're ready. So be in charge of your own transportation. If you're attending an event with a partner or a friend, have a conversation about this ahead of time and work out the details. Perhaps you can arrive together, but leave separately. Holiday tip number three is bring your own drinks. If you are very lucky, the host may be one of those super considerate people who offer a gorgeous array of non-alcoholic options for the non-drinkers in the crowd, but don't count on it. Tuck in a few cans of sparkling water or the beverage of your choice in a tote, just in case. There's nothing worse than being handed a sippy box from the kids' table because no one thought to provide options for you. Holiday tip number four, bring some protein. Now, I realize there's rarely a shortage of food at holiday gatherings, but sometimes the festive offerings can be heavy on the sweets. Now, alcohol cravings can be negated by eating something sugary and pleasurable, but protein works even better because it helps to stabilize your blood glucose. A lot of what we think are cravings for alcohol are really just fluctuations in our blood sugar. So, That can be avoided by having some protein every three or four hours. So tuck a small bag of trail mix into your pocket or your bag just in case the buffet doesn't have suitable snacks for you. Holiday tip number five, bring along some support, either real or digital. Will there be people at the event who are aware of and supportive of your efforts to be sober? Is there someone who will scoot you out of an awkward moment or bring you a refill of your drink of choice or give you a wink from across the room when you need it? If not, can you bring a companion who will fill that role for you? If you're in it on your own, be sure you engage some online support or a friend to text if you need encouragement. Let them know ahead of time that you're going to be at a party or an event and that you'll check in with them to let them know how it's going. It can be so helpful. Holiday tip number six, keep your expectations in check. Commenters in the early days of Unpickled introduced me to an old recovery gem. Expectations are resentments waiting to happen. So do you have expectations of the evening or event? That your family will behave perfectly or that a certain relative will be critical or that a special occasion might evoke some magical element of happiness? Are you rigid about traditions? Expectations can appear in opposing cloaks. So anticipation feels hopeful and positive. Dread feels gloomy and negative. 
both are expectations in disguise. It's okay to feel those things as long as you're aware of them and understand that they might play a role in possible negative feelings down the road if things don't go the way that you thought they would. Holiday tip number six, take breaks. If you feel overwhelmed, find a quiet spot away from the crowd. You might visit a restroom and run your hands under some cool water or step outside and breathe in the fresh air. Some people like to pop into the kitchen and wash a few dishes while others favor crashing the kids party for a hand of Uno or to watch a few minutes of Frozen with the little ones. Holiday tip number eight, have a reward waiting for yourself at home. Before you go out to an event, leave a little prize or reward to celebrate returning home sober. Knowing that a fragrant bath bomb and a pair of cozy PJs await you at home can be a comforting thought as you maneuver an evening out. A special ice cream treat in the freezer or a few episodes of your favorite show or whatever you might enjoy the idea of returning home to, prepare that for yourself. Walking into a dark house can feel a bit deflating after a party, especially if you left feeling uncomfortable. So looking forward to that lovely treat makes it easier to leave when you need to, and returning home becomes a mini celebration of your success. Holiday tip number nine. If you're involved in hosting duties in any capacity, do not handle the alcohol, if there is alcohol. Once I was washing dishes after a party and a tray of empty wine glasses was brought in for rinsing. And several of them still had wine in them, and the smell was surprisingly strong. And I was taken aback. I hadn't considered how this might affect me. Now, on a good day, it might be no big deal. But at the end of a party, when I was tired and I had let my guard down, it left me feeling deflated and emotional. I just dried my hands, and I asked my daughter-in-law to take over. Alcohol can pop up and confront us when we don't expect it. If someone hands you a bottle of alcohol and asks you to go around and top up everyone's glasses, Sure, you might manage that just fine, but why not save your energy for something else? If you have that support person with you, they'll be there to take over for you. And if not, delegate the job to someone else and then help where you can. It's okay to politely set a boundary around handling alcohol. Holiday tip number 10. Be sure to celebrate and share your success. Let your recovery friends know how you are managing the holidays and share what worked for you. Find places to exchange ideas and experiences, either online or in person. Comment on this blog if you would, pretty please. You can do that anonymously if you like. And if you don't have other places to engage with non-drinkers, you are always welcome here. It helps enormously to connect with people who understand, and your experiences will help others more than you know. So my friends, that's it for this year's list of tips. There's all this and tons more in my book, The Unpickled Holiday Survival Guide, Staying Alcohol-Free During the Festive Season by me, Jean McCarthy. You can find it on Amazon in either print or ebook form. It's also on Apple Books and Kobo. And I am really glad to have the chance to connect with other people in recovery in, uh, in person as well as online you know what? It just isn't always easy. Sometimes you feel other and it's nice to be among people that get it. All the best to you. I own it. I did that. Not proud, but that was me. And when I face it, I take back a little dignity. Not looking for excuses. I just want to be free from the power. Weakness head on me.
I'm proud. 